The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Tuesday Good News Day is here. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. Tuesday of the 19th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross. Edith Stein was born in 1891 into a prominent Jewish family in Breslau, Germany, now Wroclaw, Poland. Edith abandoned Judaism in her teens. She earned a doctorate in philosophy in 1916, continued as a university teacher until 1922. She was so captivated by reading the autobiography of Teresa of Avila that she began a spiritual journey that led to her baptism in 1922. Twelve years later, she imitated St. Teresa by becoming a Carmelite, taking the name Teresa Benedicta of the Cross. She lived four years in the Cologne Carmel, and then moved to the Carmelite Monastery in Echt in the Netherlands in 1938. The Nazis occupied that country in 1940 and arrested all Dutch Jews who had become Christians. Teresa Benedicta and her sister Rosa, also a Catholic, died in a gas chamber in Auschwitz, August 9, 1942. St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid, so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for small and medium-sized businesses in the midst of economic and social crisis may they find ways to continue operating and serving their communities. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In the first reading today, we listen to the words of the Lord to the prophet Ezekiel. Son of man, listen to what I say to you, says the Lord. Do not rebel like that rebellious people. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. And then we are told the food he is going to be feasting on. He is given a scroll. And the text continues. He said to me, Son of man, eat what is before you. Eat this scroll. And then go and speak to the people. So I ate it, and it tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. The symbolism, you remember, is also used in the book of Revelation. And it's interesting, Jesus, that when we come across the verb to eat in the liturgy, It usually refers to eating your body. Take this, all of you, and eat of it. 
but this is my body. I say every day in Mass. And of course, it is your body, Jesus, and you are the Word. So we eat the Word made flesh. You may have heard before the words of Origen, a Christian writer from the 3rd century. He explains how we use great care in handling every particle of the consecrated bread, because it is the body of Christ. And that's also what we should do with every word of sacred scripture, because it is the word of God. So, Jesus, I want to pray today about this, about reading, about eating your word, about becoming a bookworm. <laughs> you know, these insects really eat books. You may have seen books that have been drilled by worms and how they have left the pages riddled with holes like a tea strainer. <laughs> well, it looks like you, Lord, were asking your prophets to eat your word, like Ezekiel and like, and like St. John in the book of Revelation, but for a reason. In the first reading today, you say, Son of man, eat what is before you, eat this scroll, and then go and speak to the people. So it was not just to feed the prophet, but to send the prophet to feed your people. In the book of Revelation, after John has eaten the book, he is asked to go and preach to many peoples. You see, our study, our reading, our learning on your word, Jesus, is not only for us to grow in love for you, but also to teach others. In other words, son of man, eat this, read this, learn this, because you are my prophet. You have to teach others. And summer, at least in this northern hemisphere, is usually a season for rest. Yeah? We change activities. We maybe go to a different place for vacation. And most importantly, we find time to do things that are maybe more difficult to do during the rest of the year. And one of those activities is reading. People read more during the holidays. But what do they read? Of course, there is time for relaxation, time to enjoy a good novel. That's all right. But if we are professional apostles, if we have been sent by you, Jesus, like Ezekiel and St. John, to help our friends to seek you, to find you, and to love you, we need to learn how to do it. They say, leaders are readers. Well, we are leaders who lead souls to you, Jesus. How important it is to read, to study, to learn. Many others depend on this. Of course, our number one book is always the Bible. Saving some daily time to read the Bible is a very basic first step. But the writings of so many saints and, and so many Christian authors that are, in a way, just commentaries on the sacred scripture, can help us so much. Good reading can change our lives our interior lives and also our apostolic lives. Don't neglect your spiritual reading, said Saint Jose Maria. Reading has made many saints. Do you know the story of Saint Edith Stein, whose feast day we celebrate today? Well, she was born in Breslau to a Jewish family. She was the youngest of 11 siblings, and her dad died when she was only two years old. Her mum, managed to bring the family as best as she could, but in the process, 
She didn't succeed to pass on her faith to her children. Victim of the violence against Jews in her times, by the age of 14, Edith Stein explained that she had come to the conclusion that there was no God. And therefore, she wrote, I consciously decided, of my own volition, to give up praying. And she was very intelligent. She started studying history and philosophy under the mentoring of Edmund Husserl, who was also head tutor for a doctorate. But being a woman and a Jew, she couldn't become a professor herself. I had difficulties, especially the persecution of the Jews, shook the foundations of her life. She was wondering about God, about faith, about evil. She thought a lot about it, but her thoughts were leading her nowhere. And then one day, in 1921, she went to visit a friend who had also been disciple of Husserl, and with her husband she had converted to Protestantism. And one of those evenings she went to their library to pick a book to read. She looked for books written by women, and she found a book by St. Teresa of Avila, the book of her life. It is, of course, the autobiography of this Spanish Carmelite nun from the 16th century. So Edith Stein started reading it, and after a while, she couldn't put it down. She spent the whole night reading until she finished it. And she wrote later, When I had finished the book, I said to myself, This is the truth. And the following year she was baptized. And as you know, St. Edith Stein became a Carmelite nun. She took the name of Teresa Benedict of the Cross and carried on writing and teaching for years. And finally she was arrested with her sister by the Gestapo on August 2nd, 1942. On the 7th, early in the morning, 987 Jews were deported to Auschwitz. And today, 80 years ago, on the 9th of August, St. Edith Stein, her sister and many other of her people, were gassed. What a change a good book can make. And how many good books are there to read this summer? Jesus, help us to make good use of our holidays, to read, to learn, to become bookworms, to eat like Ezekiel and St. John and St. Edith Stein from your words, and from the wisdom of the saints, and of so many good Christian authors. Then we will be able to help others. Mary, my mother immaculate, in all the representations of the Annunciation, they always portray you reading the scriptures. And that was probably something usual in your home. Mary, my mother, may your children become bookworms. Eh? Help us to develop a passion for reading, for learning, for studying, for putting in the time we need to form ourselves and become effective apostles. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. <laughs>
You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this day of prayer with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Let God arise, let his enemies flee before him. 
Let God arise. Let his enemies flee before him. Let God arise. Let his foes be scattered. Let those who hate him flee before him. As smoke is blown away, so will they be blown away. Like wax that melts before the fire, so shall the wicked perish at the presence of God. But the just shall rejoice at the presence of God. They shall exalt and dance for joy. O sing to the Lord, make music to his name. Make a highway for him who rides on the clouds. Rejoice in the Lord, exalt at his presence. Father of the orphan, defender of the widow, such is God in his holy place. God gives the lonely a home to live in. He leads the prisoners forth into freedom, but rebels must dwell in a parched land. When you went forth, O God, at the head of your people, when you marched across the desert, the earth trembled. The heavens melted at the presence of God, at the presence of God, Israel's God. You poured down, O God, a generous rain. When your people were starved, you gave them new life. It was there that your people found a home, prepared in your goodness, O God, for the poor. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let God arise. Let his enemies flee before him. Our God is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. Our Our God God is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. The Lord gives the word to the bearers of good tidings. The Almighty has defeated a numberless army, and kings and armies are in flight, in flight, while you were at rest among the sheepholds. At home, the women already share the spoil. They are covered with silver as the wings of a dove, its feathers brilliant with shining gold, and jewels flashing like snow on Mount Zalman. The mountains of Bashan are mighty mountains. High-ridged mountains are the mountains of Bashan. Why look with envy, you high-ridged mountains, at the mountain where God has chosen to dwell? It is there that the Lord shall dwell forever. The chariots of God are thousands upon thousands. The Lord has come from Sinai to the holy place. You have gone up on high. You have taken captives, receiving men in tribute, O God, even those who rebel into your dwelling, O Lord. May the Lord be blessed day after day. He bears our burdens, God our Savior. This God of ours is a God who saves. The Lord our God holds the keys of death, and God will smite the head of his foes, the crown of those who persist in their sins. The Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan, I will bring them back from the depth of the sea. Then your feet will tread in their blood, and the tongues of your dogs take their share of the foe. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our God is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. They see your solemn procession, O God, the procession of my God, of my King, to the sanctuary, the singers in the forefront, the musicians coming last, between them maidens sounding their timbrels. In festive gatherings, bless the Lord. Bless God, O you who are Israel's sons. There is Benjamin, least of the tribes, at the head, Judah's princes, a mighty throng, Zebulon's princes, Naphtali's princes. Show forth, O God, show forth your might, your might, O God, which you have shown for us. For the sake of your temple, high in Jerusalem, may kings come to you, bringing their tribute. Threaten the wild beast that dwells in the reeds, the bands of the mighty and lords of the peoples. Let them bow down, offering silver. Scatter the peoples who delight in war. Princes will make their way from Egypt. Ethiopia will stretch out her hands to God. Kingdoms of the earth sing to God. Praise the Lord who rides on the heavens, the ancient heavens. He thunders his voice, his mighty voice. Come, acknowledge the power of God. His glory is on Israel. His might is in the skies. God is to be feared in his holy place. He is the Lord, Israel's God. He gives strength and power to his people. Blessed be God. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, King of the universe, you have given us joy in your holy meal. Help us to understand the significance of your death and to acknowledge you as the conqueror of death seated at the right hand of the Father. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. I will listen to what the Lord God is saying. He tells of peace for his people. A reading from the book of the prophet Micah. Here, you leaders of Jacob, rulers of the house of Israel, is it not your duty to know what is right, you who hate what is good and love evil, you who tear their skin from them and their flesh from their bones? They eat the flesh of my people and flay their skin from them and break their bones. They chop them in pieces like flesh in a kettle and like meat in a cauldron. When they cry to the Lord, he shall not answer them. Rather, he shall hide his face from them at that time because of the evil they have done. Thus says the Lord regarding the prophets who lead my people astray, 
who, when their teeth have something to bite, announce peace. But when one fails to put something in their mouth, proclaim war against him. Therefore you shall have night, not vision, darkness, not divination. The sun shall go down upon the prophets, and the day shall be dark for them. Then shall the seers be put to shame, and the diviners confounded. They shall cover their lips, all of them, because there is no answer from God. But as for me, I am filled with power, with the Spirit of the Lord, with authority, and with might, to declare to Jacob his crimes and to Israel his sins. Hear this, you leaders of the house of Jacob, you rulers of the house of Israel, you who abhor what is just and pervert all that is right, who build up Zion with bloodshed and Jerusalem with wickedness. Her leaders render judgment for a bribe. Her priests give decisions for a salary. Her prophets divine for money. While they rely on the Lord, saying, Is not the Lord in the midst of us? No evil can come upon us. Therefore, because of you, Zion shall be plowed like a field, and Jerusalem reduced to rubble, and the mount of the temple to a forest ridge. O God, the pagans have invaded your domain. They have desecrated your holy temple and left Jerusalem in ruins. Do Do not not disappoint us, but in your great mercy deal with us gently. We have sinned and transgressed by deserting you. Do Do not not disappoint disappoint us, but in your great mercy deal with us gently. A reading from a treatise on the Incarnation of the Lord by Theodoret of Sir, Bishop. Our Savior's passion is a healing remedy for us, as the prophet teaches when he cries out, He bears our sins and suffers pain for us, and we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But for our sins he was wounded, for our iniquities he was bruised. Upon him fell the chastisement that brought us peace, and by his wounds we are healed. We had all gone astray like sheep, and therefore he was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and was dumb like a sheep before its shearer. When a shepherd sees that his sheep have scattered, he keeps one of them under his control, and leads it to the pastures he chooses. And thus he draws the other sheep back to him, by means of this one. And so it was when God the Word saw that the human race had gone astray. He took the form of a slave, and united it to himself, and by means of it won over the whole race of men to him, enticing the sheep that were grazing in bad pastures and exposed to wolves, and leading them to the pastures of God. This was the purpose for which our Savior assumed our nature. This was why Christ the Lord accepted the sufferings that brought us salvation, was sent to his death, and was committed to the tomb. 
he broke the grip of the age-old tyranny and promised incorruptibility to those who were prisoners of corruption. For when he rebuilt the temple which had been destroyed and raised it up again, he thereby gave trustworthy and firm promises to those who had died and were awaiting his resurrection. Jesus tells us, Just as my human nature which I took from you has won its resurrection in virtue of the Godhead that dwelt in it, and with which it was united, just as this nature has shed decay and suffering and passed over to incorruptibility and immortality, so in the same way you too will be set free from the grievous slavery of death. You too will cast aside your corruptible nature and your sufferings, and you will be clothed with impassibility. To this end, he imparted the gift of baptism to all mankind through his apostles. Go, he said, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Baptism is a kind of symbol and type of the Lord's death, which is why Paul says, If we have shared with God's Son in a death like His, we shall certainly share in His resurrection. I lay down my life for my sheep. No No one one takes takes it it from me. me. I I lay lay it down down freely. I left my house and abandoned my heritage. I delivered my dearest possession into the hands of its enemies. No No one one takes takes it from me. I lay it down freely. Almighty and ever-living God, your Spirit made us your children, confident to call you Father. Increase your Spirit within us and bring us to our promised inheritance. Grant this through the Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 24 minutes before the hour, today's gospel in just a few minutes, so long within conversation with God and morning prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells us about the rejoicing in heaven over one repentant sinner from the 18th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus. Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Calling to him a child, Jesus put him in the midst of them. Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child, he is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven, their angels always behold the face of my Father who is in heaven. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the 99 on the mountains and go in search of the one that went astray? And if he finds it, Truly I say to you, 
He rejoices over it more than over the 99 that never went astray. So, it is not the will of my Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. It's really pretty awesome. Yes, we know that God loves us, but much more than that, God loves each one of us individually. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. Jesus loves each one as he is with his defects. His love does not lead him to idealize men. He sees them with their paradoxes and weaknesses, with their great potential for good, and with their misery that is so often evident. Christ knows what is in man. Only he knows. He loves us the way we are. How well Jesus understands the human heart and what a positive conception he has of our abilities. Jesus, I, knows how to look beyond the veil of human passions and penetrate the inmost self of man, where man is most alone, poor, and naked. He understands us always and always encourages us to continue struggling. If only we could realize Christ's personal love for each person, his care and solicitude for each one. God loves us. This is the greatest reality of our lives, the one capable of raising our spirits always, the one that makes us happy in spite of sorrows and contradictions. Jesus loves us always, despite the deep-rooted wretchedness that lies in the human heart. His love, in spite of everything, is so incomparable, so unique, so maternally tender and generous, that it will be inscribed forever in the memory of humanity. His love for humanity is very different from the abstract benevolence preached by thinkers and philosophers. It is not simply doctrine, but life. Moreover, it is to suffer and to die with man. The Lord does not settle for merely examining human misery and prescribing a remedy to ease it. He makes actual contact with that misery. He cannot bear to know of it without taking it upon himself. The love of Jesus surpasses the bounds of his own heart in order to attract others to himself, or better, in order to go out of himself, identifying himself with others so as to live and suffer with them. He calls men brother and friend, and so sympathetically binds his fortune to theirs that he looks upon anything done for another as being done for him. Constant are the evangelist's statements that he felt compassion for the people. He had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. He's moved by misfortune and pain. He cannot reject a suffering soul, not even the Syrophoenician woman, a pagan. He is quick to attend those who came to him, even when doing so led others to claim that he was breaking the Sabbath. He mingles with publicans and sinners, even though those who feel that they themselves fulfill the law well are scandalized, not even when in agony. Does he fail to tell the good thief, Today you will be with me in paradise? His love does not tolerate class distinctions. He welcomes the rich like Nicodemus, Zacchaeus, and Joseph of Arimathea, and poor folk like Bartimaeus, a beggar who once cured followed him along the way. On his journeys, women at times accompanied him to assist him. He attends more promptly those with troubled bodies and above all those with troubled souls. 
His concern for those most in need is not exclusive. It is not limited to those without fortune or friends. There are evils common to all social classes, loneliness, lack of affection. Our life is the story of Christ's love for us. He has looked at us with a love of predilection and has time and again sought us out when we had lost our way. We ought to ask ourselves today how we are corresponding to our Lord's constant solicitude for us. What efforts do we make to receive the sacraments frequently and devoutly? Do we strive to recognize Christ in spiritual direction and when we receive fraternal correction? Do we look with gratitude upon those to whom the church has entrusted as our pastors the care of our souls? Do we know how to exclaim in those situations, It is the Lord. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, let's pray. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org as we join the entire church in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. You have blessed your land. You have forgiven the sins of your people. Lord, Lord, you you have have blessed blessed your land. land. You You have have forgiven forgiven the sins sins of your people. 
O Lord, you once favored your land and revived the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the guilt of your people and covered all their sins. You averted all your rage. You calmed the heat of your anger. Revive us now, God, our helper. Put an end to your grievance against us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will your anger never cease? Will you not restore again our life, that your people may rejoice in you? Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. I will hear what the Lord God has to say, a voice that speaks of peace. Peace for his people and his friends and those who turn to him in their hearts. His help is near for those who fear him, and his glory will dwell in our land. Mercy and faithfulness have met. Justice and peace have embraced. Faithfulness shall spring from the earth and justice look down from the heavens. The Lord will make us prosper and our earth shall yield its fruit. Justice shall march before him and peace shall follow his steps. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Show us your mercy, Lord. Our misery is known to us. May no evil desires prevail over us, for your glory and love dwell in our hearts. Lord, Lord, you you have have blessed our our land. land. You You have have forgiven the sins of your people. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch for your coming. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch for your coming. A strong city have we. He sets up walls and ramparts to protect us. Open up the gates to let in a nation that is just, one that keeps faith. A nation of firm purpose you keep in peace. In peace, for it's trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is an eternal rock. The way of the just is smooth. The path of the just you make level. Yes, for your way and your judgments, O Lord, we look to you. Your name and your title are the desire of our souls. My soul yearns for you in the night. Yes, my spirit within me keeps vigil for you. When your judgment dawns on the earth, the world's inhabitants learn justice. O Lord, you mete out peace to us, for it is you who have accomplished all we have done. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. My soul soul has yearned for you you in the night, and and as as morning breaks, I I watch for your coming. Lord, let the light of your face shine upon us. 
Lord, Lord let, let the light, light of your, your face shine upon us. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Be gracious and bless us, Lord, and let your face shed its light on us so that we can make you known with reverence and bring forth a harvest of justice. Lord, let Let the light light of your face shine upon us. A reading from 1 John. We have seen for ourselves and can testify that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world When anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in him, and he in God. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. My God stands by me, all my trust is in him. My My God God stands by me, all my trust trust is in him. I find refuge in him, and I am truly free. All All my my trust trust is is in him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. My God stands by me. All All my trust trust is in him. God has raised up for us a mighty Savior, as he promised through the words of his holy prophets. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet 
into into the the way way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God has raised up for us a mighty Savior, as He promised through the words of His holy prophets. Lord Jesus, by Your blood You have purchased for Yourself a new people. We adore You and beseech You. Remember Remember your your people, people, Lord. Our King and our Redeemer, hear the praises of your Church at the beginning of this day. Teach her to glorify your Majesty without ceasing. Remember Remember your your people, people, Lord. You are our hope and our strength. In you we trust. May we never despair. Remember Remember your your people, people, Lord. Look kindly upon our weakness and hasten to our aid. For without you, we can do nothing. Remember your people, Lord. Remember the poor and the afflicted. Do not let this day be a burden to them. But a consolation and a joy. Remember your people, Lord. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Father, yours is the beauty of creation and the good things you have given us. Help us to begin this day joyfully in your name and to spend it in a loving service of you and our fellow man. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. If you have 20 minutes, that's enough time to make your will. Relevant Radio Partner Free Will has made it easy and free. Make your will today. Go to RelevantRadio.com slash free will. That's RelevantRadio.com slash free will. Morning Air is up next. I'm Paul Sadek. I will see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.